You don't need me to tell you the times are tough. Sometimes we feel like we're in a war. So many soldiers, actually soldiers, came back with PTSD from their wars that the military now goes to great length to teach resilience, the ability to bounce back from trauma. With the suicide rate climbing in the military, the military wanted some education on spiritual resiliency. The Army refers to resiliency as a set of processes that enables good outcomes in spite of ser serious threats. In other words, resiliency gives one the ability to bounce back in spite of the adversity that he or she faces. Now, you don't have to be in the military or have been deployed in a war zone to know what it feels like to be in a war. For some people, life feels like a battlefield and they're constantly being engaged in conflict or fighting at work or at school or at home. There's even a danger in ignoring the little stresses in life that can quickly snowball into a heightened state of distress which can lead to feelings of despair and hopelessness and depression, and all of us are susceptible to it. And so in their efforts, the military recognized that one of the best tools there is to cope with trouble, surprise, is faith. But they also found the best way to actually be resilient, bounce back when suffering comes, is to develop a resilience ahead of the trauma. So in order to be proactive, they're providing troops with help in learning how to build spiritual resiliency that will help to see them through even the challenges of war and deployment. Because if you're prepared, if you are healthy enough and have the necessary resources available to you, you can bounce back more quickly and not only bounce back, but actually come back better than you were before the trauma. Different, but better. Spiritual resilience is something all of us need. It's the ability not only to bounce back from adversity, but to deepen as the result of it. And it's essential to becoming a, a better Christian, a better person, a better parent, friend, and member of a spiritual community. Romans 8:28 points that out when it says, and we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. So I want to give you a couple of quick ways to persist in your faith, to be resilient in the midst of hardship. Number one, fully experience your pain. Yep, I said it. Ignoring your pain or playing it down only buries it. You can't change it, but you can change how you respond to it. And so instead of avoiding it, let your emotion out in prayer as a lament that can be placed on the broad shoulders of God. This is a tried and true way of praying as shown in the Hebrew scriptures when David in Psalm 13 said, O Lord, how long will you forget me? Forever? How long will you look the other way? How long must I struggle with the anguish in my soul, with sorrow in my heart every day? How long will my enemy have the upper hand? Turn and answer me, O Lord my God. Restore the sparkle to my eyes or I will die. See, part of our healing is releasing the pain, and that's difficult for a lot of us, but it's critical. By being transparent when we're suffering and encountering God in this way, we also deepen our relationship with the Lord as we cast our cares on Him, as we express our pain to Him. We're also, in effect, demonstrating our belief in the intimacy that He offers and following Jesus' call in Matthew 11 when He said, Come to me, all you who are weary and are heavy, carrying heavy burdens and I'll give you rest. Number two, keep good company. Make good connections. Seek the proper circle of friends. Ecclesiastes 4 tells us, a person standing alone can be attacked and defeated, but two can stand back to back and conquer. Three are even better, for a triple braided cord is not easily broken. 
Resilient people tend to seek out and surround themselves with other resilient people, whether just for fun or when there's need for a support. We surround ourselves with people who support us. Supportive people give us the space to grieve and work through our emotions, and they know how to listen and when to offer just enough encouragement without trying to solve all of our problems with their advice. So find a community of trust and be a part of a community of trust. Jude 20 says, But you, dear friends, must build each other up in your most holy faith. Pray in the power of the Holy Spirit and await the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ, who will bring you eternal life. And in this way, you will keep yourselves safe, and I would tell you, resilient, in God's love. And you must show mercy to those whose faith is wavering. Rescue others by snatching them from the flames of judgment. Show mercy to still others, but do so with great caution, hating the sins that contaminate their lives. Proverbs 12 tells us, Anxiety weighs down the heart, but a kind word cheers it up. Good relationships with close family members, friends, or others are really important, and accepting their help and accepting their support from those who care about you and will listen to you strengthens your resilience, your ability to bounce back. Number three, take responsibility for your own well-being. A lot of times we want people to fix us. We want God to fix us and take care of everything for us. And God has given us the tools and he's given us other people who can help us through it. But in the end, we take responsibility for our own well-being. Ephesians 6.10 says a final word, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Be is an action verb. You, be strong in the Lord and the might and in his mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against all the strategies of the devil. For we're not fighting against flesh and blood enemies, but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in heavenly places. Therefore, put on every piece of God's armor so you will be able to resist the enemy in the time of evil. And then after the battle, you will be standing firm. You will bounce back. Number four, pray. Don't just pray, cultivate a prayer life. Jesus said in Luke 5, it is said of him that he often withdrew to lonely places and he prayed. Jesus, God, who had all the power in the universe, withdrew to pray. He cultivated a prayer life regularly. It says, but you, beloved, build yourselves up in your most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit. Romans 8 says, And the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. For example, when we don't know what God wants us to pray for, but the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that can't be expressed in mere words. And the Father, who knows all hearts, knows what the Spirit is saying, for the Spirit pleads for us believers in harmony with God's own will. Number five, focus your life on Jesus. Jude 1 says, Keep yourselves in the love of God, waiting for the mercy of the Lord Jesus Christ that leads to eternal life. Keeping Jesus forefront in your life, your focus on Him, allows you to focus on Him and all of the support and help that He brings so that we don't have to do it ourselves. Fully trust in the Lord. Proverbs 3, 5 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't depend on your own understanding. Seek His will in all you do and he will show you which path to take. Hebrews 12, 2, we do this by keeping our eyes, our focus on Jesus, the champion who starts, initiates, and then perfects and finishes our faith. And because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, 
disregarding its shame, and now he's seated at the place of honor beside God's throne. We need to couple this trust in the Lord with constant devotion to reading and understanding his word and then applying it to our lives. And then finally, maintain a hopeful outlook. Knowing that there's light at the end of the tunnel can really help us through the tunnel of overwhelming care and concern. 2 Corinthians 4 says, So we don't look at the troubles we can see now. Rather, we fix our gaze on the things that cannot be seen. For the things that we see now will soon be gone. The things that we can't see will last forever. Guess what? You can start working on your spiritual resilience today so that when the cares of life come, you can bounce back and experience the growth that God wants to provide you with when you walk through challenges His way and with His help. Lord, help us to keep our focus on You. Help us to do all that we need to do. Help us to lean on the help of friends and the people that you brought into our lives. Help us to be resilient so that when the difficulties of life come, we don't just bounce back, but we are better because that's your will for us. God, help us to do that, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Stay resilient and keep the faith.